one of these days I'll get that really high note, but it will probably uh, <laughs> it will probably take uh, physical pain to get me there. I'm Mike Hayes, and this is Lacrosse Talk PM. Good afternoon. In the studio this afternoon, where it is uh, cloudy and uh, cool outside, it's sunny and warm. Rick's here, and uh, we've already been discussing. What do you want to talk about today? Well, it's always a free-for-all Monday. So keep that in mind. If there is something hot on your mind or uh, on under your collar that you want to get out of the way, call me, and we'll work on it. There's, uh, there's always fun things to talk about. Uh, the Memorial Pool opening in July, you good with that? They're still raising funds to try and keep the uh, imprint of taxes at its very lowest. Love that idea. Our people poll question, we talked about that a little bit this morning. Uh, on Lacrosse Talk this morning, Wisconsin Senator Johnson is toying with a third Senate to, uh, to run for Senate for a third term. His wife would prefer that he retire. And we, just for the sake of conversation, because he did say way back, and some of you, I, it cracks me up that any of you would believe any politician who says anything about what I'm going to do in 12 years is this. And you're calling him on it. Hey, 12 years ago, you said you'd only run for two terms. What's up with that? What up? Yeah, well, unless you're a Democrat, that's why would you be angry about Senator Johnson considering running for a third term? You don't want him to do that, what, because you know he'll beat your opponent, your, your guy, running for Senate on the Democrat side? You got somebody? Let's talk about that. On the other hand, just to stir things up, Mark and I threw in, what if he runs for governor? Well, he talked about that. Oh, I did believe. Yeah. I didn't hear him talk about that. I read it in, well, I guess I, I read it in WPR, but now, now I'm thinking, did he, was he quoted? I can't remember. Okay. Um, is it abnormal for, so when, when Trump runs for president in 2020, there's 22 Democrats. Yeah. There's also one other Republican. Yeah. Running. Okay. Is, is that, is that abnormal in a Wisconsin, like a governorship? Like, would it be abnormal to have a, a different Democrat run for governor against Evers? Against Evers, or with I, you know, well, I guess historic Walker this year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, we had him on the show. That's right. So I, I was just thinking, like, there's always yeah, there, there's always somebody, uh, and you know, a, a Democrat running against Evers is, uh, in my opinion, uh, like a Republican running against Trump. Just trying to split up the party. Well, it would just be a primary, right? Like that—that that would happen at a primary, and then you would go to the election after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how that would. Still trying work. to split up the party, just cause it. Well, it wouldn't split the party until it would. Well, it would there you're right. It wouldn't be the presidential election. I think the more options, the better. Like if if you know, there's 22 Democrats, there can't be any more options. But for a governor, like why not have? There was a whole bunch of Democrats that ran in a primary, right? Right. And we have like. 12 or 16. Right. Um, why not have, you know, more, like, more the merrier to me. Like, then we get more yeah. options. And well, but you're a news guy. You think anybody out there in the real world is paying any attention to 22 presidential candidates? Well, um, yeah. A really? Little bit, a little bit. Not not the, not all 22, but they've... they've I'll bet there are. I'll bet, I'll, bet, I'll bet 9 out of 10 people you talk to couldn't tell you the names of. The candidates. Well, you can't tell you. I couldn't tell you the names of all the candidates, but I can tell you the names of some that I'm interested in. I think people have an interest in some of the candidates, and I don't know how they're going to weed them out because that'll be, you know, it'll be easy. That'll be a the, lot of the names. You know, Joe Biden is going to be one. Maybe Bernie Sanders is going to be one. That's about it. What happened when I wasn't political back here back then? But what happened when Barack Obama ran for president the first time? Was there a lot of Democrats running for president? I don't remember. You don't remember either. I, yeah. Um, because he outlasted the field, right? And come on, the guy was the guy has a name Hussein in it, and he's black. Like, and, and that's, you, yeah. So, well, like, and there you, you know, go. Like because Bouche, you, right? Yeah. Well, you can't say anything bad about a candidate who's black, because then you're racist. Just like you can't say anything bad about a candidate who's a woman. Otherwise, you know, you're you're, you're a sexist. Um, so, Buttigieg, well, he's gay, so you can't say anything, can't bad, say about anything bad about him. If you listen to him talk, and I'm not, like, I'm not saying that that he's my favorite, but like he's pretty well spoken. He's a smart guy, and, you, and yeah. you're like, okay, that's a good, like that's a good, like when Sam, I'll go back to it when Keith Knudsen was in here and Eric yelled at him, and Keith came back with a very heartfelt reply. It was like, oh, that was a you know a great answer yeah. to to whatever. Oh, because yelling doesn't work. But isn't Buttigieg the guy who wants to give 
universal salary to everybody? No, whether they're uh, working. I think a, a Yang or a, oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember exactly. There's too many. So I can't remember, right. but he's right. of Asian, so yeah. heaven forbid I say anything. You know. Yeah. About that. Well, you know, all those people are are those are ridiculous. But for governor of Wisconsin, I had my favorite. It wasn't. Governor Eber, so I, maybe that's why I'm inkling, like, hey, maybe we should have another governor run. Um, I had him on the show a couple, couple weeks ago. Now I forgot. Blue Jeans Nation guy. I, I just forgot his name. Mike. I'll, I'll Google it. But uh, but it would be interesting if, you know, like, okay, if Ron Johnson's going to run for governor, maybe there should be, you know, a bunch of people. So we have a choice and then make them. Because I, I well, think Governor Eber's won a little bit because, like, okay, let's get Walker. Like, we're done with you. We need new blood in here, and that was the best option because he won a statewide election or whatever. So. Right. Well, uh, uh, for me, if any Republican, they're all the same. Any Democrat, they're all the same. You want to have, want to mix things up, get a libertarian in here or get a Green Party guy or get uh, somebody like that to run against the Republicans and the Democrats. Give them equal time, and now we're talking about serious differences because uh, unless you're just a nutball Republican – or a crazy Democrat, you're all the same. If, if we had a libertarian run for governor, or was the governor, then who? Then we would have three parties arguing with us. We oh, wouldn't know what to do. No, no, you're no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, it, but I'm just I, saying. You, well, you're absolutely right. It would be, it would be, uh, would be, uh, would be a great uh, few couple of years for you and me, because we'd always have something crazy to talk about, because they would always be at each other. The sto- because the show we did before the show was today, Governor Evers is calling uh, Republicans sexist. Oh yeah, because they weren't with this. Hear, uh, I didn't hear and I didn't see it. I don't. I don't witness. You know how Robin Voss or uh, Scott Fitzgerald are being sexist to Governor Evers' chair, female chairperson. We're not witness to that. But then he, oh, you're not working with my chairperson, so you must. Was that, be that it, or his chief of staff? Or, chief I thought, of staff or something. Yeah, okay, I thought it was somebody on his. Yeah. And, and then it's like, well, you, then you jump to sexist or... Well, and that's easy for the... Did the media do that? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, because it it's easy for the media. They're all pigs. The reason they do that, they didn't say anything about the fact that she's left-handed. They jumped to immediately the fact that it's a woman. Well, that's why you don't want to work with her, because you're sexist. Well, is it, is it that, or is it straight up because she's a Democrat, and Republicans just don't want her? They're going to stonewall everything because that you're could the very well party. be. But it's much more fun for the media to cover the sexist pig Republicans who won't work with her because she's a woman. Right. And, and you I, can't I even say the other reason well, why they don't, maybe don't want to work with her, because maybe she's very, very difficult to work with. You can't say that, because... Uh, if you're a woman, then you're the B word. If you're a man, then you're, you know, the, a lot of people think of that as standing up for your rights and being hard-nosed and, and uh, not letting anybody push you around. If you're a woman and do that, then, then you're horrible. Then you're not, the, you're not treated the same as a person because women are supposed to be nice and soft and, and fuzzy. When you're, when you're the chief of staff and have to be hard-nosed, you're, and, and Republicans are looking for any kind of, Headline to yell at the governor, they'll just call. Uh, you know, they'll just be called sexist. So this isn't this isn't a media thing because on Saturday, Evers spokeswoman Melissa Baldoff said Republican legislative leaders won't negotiate with Governor Evers' chief of staff Maggie Gao because she is a woman. That's her straight up saying that. Really? So, okay. Um, and then you know, and then there's more. There's follow up today. Evers was asked about it, didn't answer, and then he came out with a statement later, which is always like the well, sure, he's got to talk with his people about what to say. Right. Every you know, everybody knows that, and, and, that's, he, and that's where he, I he doesn't want to have any follow up questions. I'm just going to say this in writing, and uh, I'll be way over here yeah. and not answering the phone. And that and that's where and he knew this was coming because that happened Saturday when his chairperson, you know, whatever... Chief of staff. Chief of staff, or spokeswoman said that about the chief. Um, so he knew for two days what this was going to come up. So sure. that's where, when I say, like, a guy like Pete Buttigieg, the, the, one of the Democratic, he, he's got an answer for that, and he's on live TV, so he has to say stuff like that. So it would have been nice for Governor Evers just to straight up, you know, I don't think he's the best at, you know, talking in front of people. Or, no, or ad-libbing, Maybe that's the, you know, answering off the cuff. Uh, That's a very difficult thing to do, in particular when you're a politician, because every word is scrutinized. Yeah. Every word is scrutinized. That's bad. Well, I think there was a a story about um, the Canadian prime minister, the the good-looking guy that everyone loves, and I'm not going to know his name, but um, they're, they're trying to have, they're trying to raise 
uh, spending on gas. And that's, you know, and they'll call on it all Gasoline, kinds of, you mean? Yes. They'll, they'll call it all kinds of different things. And then one day, in front of, like, you know, in the Senate or whatever they want to call it, he said tax. He accidentally, because the whole time oh, sure. he avoided saying the word tax, and then he slipped up and he goes, the, you know, the gas tax or whatever it was. And then the crowd, the crowd, which is all Heard politicians, sure. all the politicians and they there, whatever nuts. party that doesn't like him, went crazy laughing and cheering, and, oh, he finally called it a tax. And it's just like politicians scrutinized. He's went up through all that trouble, and then one day he said tax, and that's it. That's yeah. And everyone jumped on that. Well, but the fact that he tried to call it a puppy, and everybody knows it's a tax. Call it whatever you want. Don't be stupid. I mean, well, if you I think, think voters and other politicians are just ridiculous and are going to think, well, he, he's not going to raise a tax. Well, I think it he's going to raise a puppy. Too, is what it was, so. Oh, yeah. It's a tax. If it's going to cost his uh, constituents and users of gasoline well, extra was, money. You know, businesses, you know, yeah. throwing, you know, polluting, whatever. Oh, the, oh, oh, carbon tax. All right. He was going to add a For factories tax to that. But he didn't want to call it a tax because as soon as you call it a tax, it's, then Mike Hayes goes Carbon crazy. expense, yeah. 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 All right. Well, you have to. We're going to, well, then that's just like any politician who says, vote for me and I will invest. Well, you know darn well what that means. It means I'm going to first collect a bunch of money from you people, and then I'm going to invest it over here in stuff I think it needs to be invested in. So you, anybody who doesn't think that that politician is going to raise taxes so they can invest maybe just became legal to vote. I don't know. All right, we've got a little business to do. We'll Checking over in the newsroom, and uh, we'll continue. See what Larry wants to talk to. We'll uh, talk about. We'll I got to do the news. Okay. All right. Well, we, Larry, hold on. We'll be right back. You may be a world traveler, but most people agree there's no place like home. Be sure your homeowner's insurance provides the protection you need to safeguard your most valuable asset. Hi, I'm Sarah from Wisconsin Insurance Center, your local Pekin insurance agent. We'll custom fit a homeowner's policy to meet your needs and your budget. Let us put our Pekin beyond the expected service to work for you. Contact Wisconsin Insurance Center online at wisconsininsurancecenter.net. Solutions for life's ifs and whens. Nobody beats our prices at Menard, so you can save big money on creating a beautiful new bath. The Moen Hilliard High Arc Bath Faucet has a classic two-handle design with a mirror-like chrome finish. Just $52.99. The Moen Magnetics Handheld Showerhead has six functions and a powerful magnetic docking system that always docks forward to avoid splashy water outside your shower. $19.99 after rebate. Good through June 2nd. Plus, a Menard's gift card is perfect for Father's Day. Save big money at Menard's. Forwithinnews.com brought to you by the Wisconsin Insurance Center. Mercola, Minnesota legislators wrapping up their big budget bills as the midnight adjournment deadline approaches with a special session planned for later this week so they can finish up approving the two-year budget. Governor Tim Walz, Republican Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazilka, and Democratic House Speaker Melissa Hortman announced the framework of the budget last night. It calls for around $48 billion, which is a 6% increase from the current budget. They told their respective committees to finish negotiating the details today. President Donald Trump is directing former White House counsel, Don McGahn, to defy a congressional subpoena. The White House today cited a legal opinion from the Justice Department, which argues that McGahn would have immunity from testifying before Congress about his work as a close Trump advisor. Democrats have been eager to hear from McGahn, a key figure in the special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation, who described ways in which the president sought to curtail the probe. The decision is certain to deepen tensions between congressional Democrats and the Trump administration. They've accused Trump and Attorney General William Barr of trying to stonewall and block Congress from carrying out its oversight duties. The House Judiciary Committee had issued a subpoena to compel McGahn to testify by tomorrow. XL Energy plans to retire its two remaining coal plants in the upper Midwest by 2030, a decade earlier than scheduled. The Minneapolis-based utility also announced plans today to expand wind and solar, use cleaner natural gas, and operate its carbon-free nuclear plant in Monticello until at least 2040. And after a 10-game road trip, the Milwaukee Brewers are finally back at Miller Park tonight for the first of two against the Cincinnati Reds. Yesterday's 3-2 win over the Atlanta Braves featured Ben Gamble hitting a winning home run in the 10th inning. Christian Yelich adding to his MLB's leading home run total, now at 19, and rookie Keston Hira 
hitting his first Major League home run. Gil Gonzalez and his 1.69 ERA takes them out for the crew tonight against windless Sonny Gray for the Reds. You can listen to Bob Euchre and the Brewers on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Coverage coming up soon here at 6.05 PM. I'm Rick Solo. For more on these stories, visit wisdomnews.com. It's where lacrosse gets its news. There's a large percentage of us out there that have allergies. Probably more people that do have allergies than don't have allergies. There are things we can do to help people. Dr. Holly Fisher, optometrist at Optical Fashions. A lot of people suffer with their eyes itching and burning and swelling and looking red, whether it's dust mites, indoor allergies, or animal allergies, or seasonal pollen, mold, those kind of things. We can help people with different medications, whether it be an antihistamine, lubrication drops, cold compresses, anti-inflammatories. There's a lot of different things that we can do depending on how severe the allergy reaction is. If you're struggling with seasonal allergies or dry eyes, Optical Fashions may be able to help. Optical Fashions, just off Highway 16. Look for the three terracotta peaks. People with allergies can still wear contact lenses. I think that's a myth out there that people that have allergies aren't able to wear contact lenses, and that's simply just not true. Uh, We can help people so that they can wear their contact lenses successfully. So mom's hearing has become an issue, but she always says she's fine. And then you read that study. It says older adults with untreated hearing loss are more likely to develop dementia. Yeah, it's time to call the Better Hearing Center. Treating hearing loss with hearing aids has been shown to help reduce the risk. Leaving her hearing untreated is a chance you just don't want to take. Start the conversation. Get clarity with the Better Hearing Center, 11th and Main Streets on Alaska, right across from St. Pat's Catholic Church. Better hearing is a better life. Baseball is back. It's time to get to Miller Park. Well, it's still Miller Park. So hop the bus and see the Cubs, the Reds, the Mets, the Phillies. Brewers bus trips to Miller Park are up now at RadioStuffStore.com. Pick your game, pick your team, and get your tickets now. Excellent seats, deluxe motorcoach transportation, and pregame tailgate party for all bus trips to, well, Miller Park. Are super cheap thanks to Walsh Golf Center. Get your tickets now at RadioStuffStore.com. You know what's really fun? I'll bet you do it too. When you don't have any idea, and you just you get together with friends and just guess what it might be. Because uh, Riverfest apparently is going to offer helicopter rides during Riverfest, which I think is pretty cool. I heard that the rides are going to be long, though. Like an hour long? Is that the... Is that what you heard, Rick? An hour-long helicopter? Ride? Yeah, that seems a little long. That's yeah. what our wisdomnews.com. There's a story on there. Um, an hour long? I it seems. I I do. I I wouldn't mind it. Like if I'm going in a helicopter ride. Like if you're going to Riverfest, you want to go to Riverfest. But I'm going to go for the helicopter ride, and I'll you're go going over to hour. Riverfest to get on a helicopter. And yeah, ride. and I want an hour because yeah. I'll bring my camera and whatever. Maybe I can coax again. I'm sitting in the front seat. Maybe yeah. I could drive. Well, and was it Oktoberfest maybe that had helicopter rides a number of years ago? Because I went on a little helicopter, and it was like 12 or 15 minutes, and you could see the ground through, you know, the glass bubble was under sure. your feet, oh, yeah. so you could see all over the place. In fact, and it, was, it was quick and dirty. It was, it was perfect. It was I'll probably get a hold of this company in Duluth that's doing it and yeah. see if I can't, you know, get a, get free, a ride. free ride to yeah. use them. Yeah, do it on Monday, and we'll broadcast from the helicopter. If it's a poor person, then you and me and the pilot on the helicopter, we get Grant and somebody back here. Well, who is going to hold the Marty out the window so we can hit you? Know. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> He's got straps. You know, yeah, heck yeah, I'll do that. I'll wear that, I'll wear that little squirrel, squirrel suit in case, in case we hit some turbulence and I fall out. I can, I can float back to the ground. Yeah, that's what will happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. But, hey, it would be – would. My, did you see Hayes yesterday? Yeah, he plummeted. That guy, that guy does not make a flying squirrel at all. All right, so we're having some fun with that, and I apologize if you're if you're the Riverfest director who uh, lined up the helicopter rides. I apologize. We're not making fun of you because honestly, I think it's a cool idea. We just didn't know what kind of helicopter it was, so Rick was looking for yeah, pictures I of the helicopter the picture that we had originally on yeah, our website. Yeah, probably not a military helicopter, not an Apache. 
Yeah, or it's, it's not a Huey that's not that helicopter that picks up uh, that picks up buses. Not the helicopter they used in any of the Rambo movies. Unfortunately, honestly, maybe it's it is. probably the helicopter that they use in Magnum PI. Well, a lot of glass in front. Looks like a bumblebee. If it was a Huey or an Apache, I mean, man, that would be awesome. They wouldn't be able to land it at Riverside Park. They blow <laughs> every tent down. Probably. They probably have to land it far away. No, they're using the Oktoberfest parking lot apparently. Are they? Yeah. See, well, that'd be safer. Safer over there. I don't want to do. If it's an hour long, no, thank you. Because I don't want to be gone. If I'm going to Riverfest, I'm going to Riverfest. Because you know all those people are down there, and they're not going to know. They're going to say, "Hey, look at that! Cool. You want to go for a helicopter ride? Yeah. How much is it? It's whatever. Blah blah blah. Amount. Oh man, that's kind of big. How long is the ride? An hour. Yeah. Oh, an hour. And your spouse is going to say, "You're not taking." one of our kids for an hour-long ride and leaving me with the other three? <laughs> not a chance, dear. I think that's why the Duluth Company should come a couple of days early. We'll get the word out. We'll do a couple of shows from the helicopter. There you go. A couple of free rides. Maybe, you know, I think that's what we should do. Yeah, maybe one on Monday, one on Wednesday. Get it all covered. I think that's the best way to go. I like that idea. Do we yeah. have a helipad on top of Midwest Family? Or we could probably put one together. It's a, you know it's the a engineers. They're all about doing stuff that's weird. Yeah, and they really Can't get it. the batteries changed in a flashlight. <laughs> put, put a helicopter pad on the roof. Yeah, we'd get on that right away. <laughs> we could probably put that together in a couple of minutes. We'll get that, we'll get that all worked out. Did you uh, – I, I, love, I love people in Wisconsin who are ecologically minded and are – renewable energy-minded, and want all kinds of renewable energy and want uh, Wisconsin to give up its coal and its natural gas and any kind of uh, energy that puts any kind of pollution in the air at all, period, unless you're going to put that solar farm, that wind farm, anywhere near me. There's a guy from, where's Darien, Wisconsin, do you know? I I will in two minutes. All right. I don't know how far far away that is. Uh, Darien, Wisconsin. Roger Millard moved to Darien because he wanted to live in the country. And he has recently found it for the last 28 years. He's uh, 67 years old. He lived in this little two-story house three miles uh, outside the village of Darien because he wants to live in the country. He's a farm boy, and he found out they're going to put a two-acre, or I mean uh, his two acres, they're going to put a big solar farm near him, and he's having a bird. And he's going to sue anybody and everybody involved in that to make that to not let that happen which just cracks me up i mean i'm I'm, i feel badly but come on you people you can't have renewable energy except not at your house or near your house the difficulty that wisconsin and minnesota had trying to find property that was legally uh, available to put a, a wind farm on which had to be so many yards from the road so many yards from a house so many yards from a cow so many yards from the school. Turns out there's no property uh, or very little property in the entire state that would qualify for a wind farm, which is clearly what the government, uh, the governor at that point, this is a number of years ago, wanted. No wind farms in Wisconsin. Take your wind farm and put it in South Dakota, like frac sand mining. Oh, I love frac sand mining. I love all that alternative energy. We're going to have natural gas. It's going to be great. Where are you mining that frac sand? No, no, no. Not upwind of where I live. No, no. You mine for frac sand over in South Dakota because nobody cares about those people. Not here in Wisconsin. No solar panels. Not near my house. No, no. I live in the country. You can't be putting up solar panels. No wind farm, no solar panels, no frac sand mining, and oh, by the way, no pollution either. I'm sick and tired of all this coal, natural gas. We've got to use renewable energy. Where is it going to come from? Minnesota. Minnesota? That's too expensive. Speaking of Minnesota, uh, Exxon well, Energy there is going to close all its coal plants I, by yeah, 2030. I heard that. Uh, which, uh, and because, and they're doing it wisely, a little at a time. They're not going to, as some Democrats would like you to do, just go in tomorrow and chain them all, chain the doors shut. We have no more coal, and we have no energy that's at a reasonable price to uh, replace it. We'll slap some solar panels on those coal mines, right? Just yeah. On top. Yeah, well, that's too close to a house. So, you know, <laughs> what, all the neighbors of solar. If the, okay, so the guy lives out in, in the middle of nowhere, apparently, and he's got a couple acres. And yeah. What, what's a solar farm going to 
How is that going to affect him? Is it going to be too bright? Is, is he going to look over and be like, oh, the reflection? No, I, he only wants to see trees and doesn't want to see anything else, just trees and deer, which is interesting. Tomorrow I have uh, Dan Kish is going to be my guest at 8.50 tomorrow from the Institute for Energy Research. Uh, a lot of what uh, the concern that a lot of people had about, uh, well, and, and uh, uh, former Vice President Al Gore said it any number of times. If we don't adopt these measures right now, California will be underwater, which should have happened back in the late 80s. didn't happen. If we build this pipeline, then all these animals will die because they're too stupid to jump over or climb under the pipeline. There will be massive death of uh, animals along the Alaskan pipeline. That hasn't happened, and yet there are still, there's still lawsuits about the pipeline. The pipeline is working at one-third capacity, and we are now forced to uh, buy oil from the Russians, not because we don't have any, but because tree huggers don't want us to get it. They would rather us buy oil from the Russians. Uh, I wish I could understand that. We'll be right back. My name is Sonia Pennell, and I own Six Burn Boot Camps. We are a women's fitness facility. Also, is different than other financial institutions that we have dealt with. Honestly, I think because of the people, I feel welcome when I walk through the door. Ultra Federal Credit Union can assist any business with all of its business banking needs. Visit Ultra.org or call 855-490-4518 for additional information. Ultra Federal Credit Union, helping you live your best life. Federally insured by NCUA. And now for the weather, here's meteorologist uh, Stormy O'Day with his finger out the window. Well, I get that temperature somehow. You know, they've invented things that can do that for you. Oh, what's the fun in that? Change can be a good thing, especially when it saves you a lot of dollars. I'm Mark from Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning. Right now, you can stack the savings and get year-round comfort with the combination of a Carrier Infinity Furnace and Air Conditioner. Get ready for summer while saving up to $1,850 in Carrier Infinity Cool Cash combined with local utility rebates. Or get 36-month financing and Carrier's Infinity high-efficiency units, and you'll be saving all four seasons. And thanks for making Schneider's Best of Lacrosse County four years in a row. Turn to the experts, Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning, Lacrosse and Winona. Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning, your comfort is our business. As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. Some things should just be obvious, but they rarely are when it comes to politics. Things make sense to our elected officials, but not always to us. For example, in Wisconsin, the current state law rewards companies when they eliminate jobs or move them out of state. That's right. That's what the law says. As a result, Wisconsin companies are able to claim tax breaks even when they move their company out of state and eliminate jobs here. You can't blame the companies for claiming tax deductions for which they're legally eligible, but this is costing taxpayers dearly. And, of course, it makes no sense, except somehow to the politicians who wrote the law and those who refused to overturn it. But finally, some progress and common sense in Madison. State Senator Janet Buley has introduced legislation that would eliminate tax breaks for companies that pack up and leave our borders. Now, eight years after first introducing similar legislation, the bill has passed the state Senate. It now goes to the Assembly for a vote, where we would like to think it would pass, but in politics nothing is certain, and what seems obvious to us doesn't always seem so to those who make our laws. I'm Scott Robert Shaw on Wisdom. ForwardWisdomNews.com brought to you by Optical Fashions Eye Care Clinic. I'm Rick Solom. Riverfest is about to introduce a new attraction this year. Helicopter rides. A company from Duluth has been granted permission by the Lacrosse Board of Public Works this morning to use the Oktoberfest parking lot as a helicopter pad during the week of Riverfest in July. The choppers would take up to three passengers at once, and the trips might last as long as an hour. Specific routes for those flights have yet to be settled. Democratic Governor Tony Evers has this to say on whether Republican legislative leaders are sexist. You connect the dots. Evers' spokeswoman on Saturday accused Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald of refusing to negotiate with the governor's chief of staff because she's a woman. Evers initially declined to answer questions about it today, but later put out a statement. He says that only Voss and Fitzgerald can say why they won't work with women who are leading my office. Evers says he's asked Republicans to work with his staff the same way they did with former Republican Governor Scott Walker's staff, 
Evers added, they know how to work with my staff and are choosing not to, so this is clearly a departure from past practice. You connect the dots. Not everybody in St. Paul is happy with the bipartisan budget agreement announced yesterday. Even though the Republican Senate Majority Leader said budget talks ended in a draw that will be good for Minnesota, the House Republican Leader says his caucus won't vote for it. Kurt Dodd says Democrats demanded tax increases on health care and says the majority Democrats didn't live up to their promises and didn't get their work done on time. A lacrosse man has been charged with bringing a gun to a fistfight. The various Fletcher Jr. have been messaging another lacrosse resident, and the two eventually agreed to meet up in the Tequila Mexican restaurant parking lot for a fight on Friday night. During the altercation, the 22-year-old Fletcher struck the victim in the face, then pulled out a gun. That's when the cross police arrived and everyone ran. Fletcher's loaded gun was located at a quick trip nearby, and he was find, found lying underneath a tree just east of Ping Manor on Badger Street. He's been charged with carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct while armed. Parts of northern Minnesota and Wisconsin are blanketed with a fresh covering of snow. National Weather Service said Duluth got 2.4 inches Sunday. Deepest spot up there was in Poplar, Wisconsin. Six inches they got. Roads were wet, slippery. There were several accidents. There was also power outages. The snow will quickly be gone, though, because it's 60 degrees outside. And lastly, get ready for a fourth crest of the Mississippi River at La Crosse. Heavy rains the last few days, and that snow are going to cause the river to crest again. It'll be back up to the 12-foot stage by Wednesday, 13 feet by Sunday. The city got three inches of rain since Thursday. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Rick Solo. Get the latest news in your inbox every morning. Become a Wisdom Insider today. Get signed up for free at WisdomNews.com. When I'm out and about, people will ask me, do people still get monuments when they're cremated? Sheila Weezer, owner of Lacrosse Memorials. Of course they do. Cremation doesn't take the fact away that you lived. Recently, a lady and her husband came and they lost their daughter. And she saw this beautiful heart and angel monument. And she said, oh, can we make that work somehow for cremation? I said, sure we can. We adjusted the base, changed the base around a little bit. And we ended up with this really beautiful monument for cremation. Even if your loved one has chosen cremation, Lacrosse Memorials has family columbariums that house family urns in beautiful granite structures. Stop by and see a columbarium, as well as other options for cremation memorials. Lacrosse Memorials, just south of Valley View Mall on Highway 16, on Facebook, and at lacrossemonument.com. You know, cremation doesn't take away memories. They're still there. The Lacrosse Community Blood Drive is tomorrow through Thursday at a new location, the Concordia Ballroom. May is Trauma Awareness Month, and all blood types are needed with a critical shortage of type O blood. To give, go to the Blood Drive's new location, the Concordia Ballroom on Lacrosse Street, and bring a friend. Each of you gets a $5 Amazon gift card by email just for giving. The Lacrosse Community Blood Drive is tomorrow through Thursday. Appointments to pre-register can be made at redcrossblood.org. Watkins, welcome. Your blood donation is needed. Give the gift of life. So mom's hearing has become an issue, but she always says she's fine. And then you read that study. It says older adults with untreated hearing loss are more likely to develop dementia. Yeah, it's time to call the Better Hearing Center. Treating hearing loss with hearing aids has been shown to help reduce the risk. Leaving her hearing untreated is a chance you just don't want to take. Start the conversation. Get clarity with the Better Hearing Center, 11th and Main Streets on Alaska, right across from St. Pat's Catholic Church. Better hearing is a better life. Support the important work of the Cooley Region Humane Society. Become a voice, an advocate, and caregiver of animals when you get a State Farm insurance quote. State Farm agent Kurt Papp will make a $10 donation to the Cooley Region Humane Society for each quote they provide. These funds will offer our community a go-to place to learn about animal care, welfare, and treatment. Since opening the doors in 1971, the Cooley Region Humane Society has been accepting all animals in need of safe refuge. Help our promise to never turn away an animal in 
You've always thought working at a radio station would be fun. You like music, sports, you like to talk, even the behind-the-scenes stuff like news, office staffing, sales, and making commercials all sounds exciting to you. At Midwest Family Broadcasting, there are times when we are looking for people just like you. You can check our job postings anytime online at our website, mwfbroadcasting.com. Minority and qualifying groups are encouraged to contact us to be placed on our mailing list of job openings. Midwest Family Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer. Lacrosse Talk PM on 14 News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM online at WIZMnews.com. I'm Mike Hayes in the studio this afternoon with uh, Rick Solo. Uh, you lost me there. Al, an anonymous uh, listener, sent me a text about uh, Al Gore. If Al Gore hadn't said anything, do you think things would have been better? And my answer basically was yes. If Al Gore had said anything that was true or that came to pass, then his words would have been much better. And uh, then Al talked about birthday cake. And you lost. Uh, you lost. I don't know what, what Al Gore has to do with birthday cake, but uh, I don't. Uh, you lost. Little Susan Tedeschi to get your Monday rolling along. Seven eight five seven nine one four. The phone number. Whether you would like to talk about uh, birthday cake or uh, gluttony or solar panels or coal or frac sand mining or what's on your mind. 785-7914 does the trick. Let's get to the phones. Eric, good afternoon, my friend. What's on your mind? Oh, um, it's okay. A, a few things. Number one, I think the Brewers have died off. So you've been able to check that schedule. Okay. And number two, there's... Uh, Natural gas pipeline going in between uh, Sparta and Toma on Highway 21, and it's a big, big project. But anyway. Right along Highway 21? Yep, yep, off to the affordable class. Okay. Uh, huge, and, huge thing out there. Okay. And uh, I think the reason uh, Governor Evers won is because he has Nelson Mandela or uh, Mandela Barnes, excuse me. This is a running bait, and Milwaukee put them over the top because the African-American community owner wanted them to win. And I had nothing against that. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But another thing, uh, Senator Johnson, if he decides to go run again, I don't care what he does. If he's run for senator or if he runs for governor, I wish he'd run for governor, but I would vote for him either way. Thanks. Yep. All right, super. Hey, thanks very much. You got a couple of topics covered there. That's, that's good to know. Seven eight five seven nine one four. The phone number. You checked on the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, that was my because uh, I just feel like the Brewers play every day. So when they go from road to home, they're actually off today. Then they play the Reds tomorrow oh. right here on Wisdom. Oh, on Wisdom. Because the Bucks oh, that's right. The Bucks are. Are the Bucks back home tomorrow night? No. Nope. One more in Toronto. Yep. Two at home. Now this is the second one on the road. And then if they they win, you know, win or lose, they'll be back home on. Uh, or what I hope will be the last game. Tuesday, Thursday, I believe. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we got to lose in double overtime. Did you watch any of that game, all that game? Every second. The painful second of it? Even rewound it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I used to be mad about stuff. <laughs> any bad calls? Well, Giannis fouled out on a questionable call by Pascal Siakam that should have maybe been a charge and... Um, but they called it a block, and Giannis is out of the game. And only in the NBA will your best player just we're, he makes $24 million a year and you're out of the game now in overtime, and we'll see you later. <laughs> you figure it out. Like, yeah. imagine Aaron Rodgers get kick, getting kicked out of the game for throwing a, you know, pass, for a, throwing the ball uh, illegally yeah. for an illegal forward pass or something, and you're out of the game, Rodgers. Yeah, wow. Or, or Christian Yelich, uh, you're out of the game in in a in a game to to get to the World Series, so to speak, or to get to the Super Bowl. This is where we're at. The NBA, we're one, we're a couple of wins away from the NBA Finals, and we're taking our best players out of the game because they fall out. Toronto too, Kyle Lowry, their their uh, highest paid player, their point guard. Out well, of the maybe game. that's the referees just figured. Let's make it fair. Well, we've already taken their their top guy out. Maybe. We should probably take the Bucks. But I mean, it's just the NBA. Out. There's fallouts. I mean, that's basketball in general. I just think that, and I wrote it on WKTY Sports.com. Just to you know, just like we need to change the rules 
so that people don't fall out. It's silly. Like, these guys make way too much money. We pay way too much money to go see these people. Imagine paying $1,000 to go see the Bucks, because I'm sure some of those tickets were probably probably more than that. And then, uh, and then Giannis is out in double overtime, and you're like, why are we here? Like, Giannis and Kyle Lowry, if you're a Toronto fan. Sure. So it's yeah, a little be, ridiculous. And in particular, if in uh, on replay, it's a, a questionable call. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, on that's, top of that, that's that, tough. That, that is tough. All right, so nobody plays tonight. Nothing's going on tonight. Yawn City. Well, I'm, are playing, you? I'm playing volleyball, so I don't know if you want where, to. Where? Where are you playing? Uh, in La Crescent. In La Crescent. Yep. Tonight. Where do they play in La Crescent? Outside. Um. Yeah. It's Sam Sam volleyball at one of the bars in town there. Oh, I didn't know there was a. Outdoor volleyball court in La Crescent. Yeah, it's probably, uh, as far as, like, sand, it's one of the nicer ones. Oh, really? Well, I probably won't be coming over to see you. <laughs> Is there an equivalent in tennis where you're, could you imagine, like, because a, a, you're a tennis guy, yeah. you know, like, what ha, what would a tennis player do, and then they would be ejected, and imagine yeah, having to bring... arguing with the, with the ref or any of the... Uh, but that happened the other day. Did you see that... that uh, that male tennis player, I put it on the website a couple of weeks, a couple of last week. He uh, he got called. It was two to one, whatever the you know the score two was. Two sets to one, and then the ref called something, and he got livid, and he threw his racket on the ground, which almost hit one of the ladies sitting on the sidelines, like sure. one of the judge ladies, not sure, sure. the judge, the but, line judge. Yeah. And then, uh, um, and then he he started, you know, just yelling and moaning, and then he. Packed up his stuff and left. <laughs> he just left in the middle, I quit. middle of the match. Yeah, and it wasn't out of it. It wow. was like it was wow. really weird. He had a meltdown. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. Awkward. I wonder. I wonder how, how long it'll take him to find a new manager. <laughs> and I, I would. I would be. I would better be able to tell you stuff like that. But it's tennis, so that, I, I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. Yeah. No. Well, I, my my mom is not keeping me as up to date as uh, she used to. I should probably, uh, you know. Tonight, or maybe on Sunday, I'll have some words. Hey, Mom, you're dropping the ball up there. Come on, I did not, uh, I did not see that story. So my bad in that regard. 785-7914, the phone number, Lacrosse Talk VM. We've got lots of things covered already tonight, uh, from basketball to tennis to uh, solar developments. Everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but lots of people like solar panels. They want to have solar farms. They would like to buy their energy uh, that is being created by solar farms, as long as you don't put that solar farm anywhere near my house, which is pretty interesting. Uh, one of the uh, larger uh, energy producers uh, here in Wisconsin announces plans for a huge solar farm, and uh, neighbors have already said, we're suing. I wish there was we haven't a, even started building it yet. We're suing. I wish there was a better way to like give us an idea of how much solar panels or how big a solar farm would need to be in order to generate a city block. Because when they say 10,000 homes, that's, that's too many. I just want a block. Well, and then how many? Because we have Well, you can put solar panels on your house right. and create enough electricity to run your house. But then, then, and, but then for how long? And forever. Is it There's a, guys in La Crescent that are off the grid right now. I've, I've talked with okay. a couple of them. And they I have, they have solar panels, not on their roof, but on their property. Sure. And they run their house and their electricity and their computers, their lights, their air conditioning. And they must have some kind of, like, gen- battery or, you know, to store that power. Yep. Yep. So we have $42, $42 million lacrosse center. Yep. Um, I know it probably costs a little bit more, but it's a giant building. It's a giant flat roof. Why aren't we putting solar panels on top of that? Uh, I have no idea. Probably because uh, to generate enough electricity in solar panels on the roof of the new addition would add millions of dollars to the already uh, very controversial cost of that addition. Because you, you hear about a lot of these high schools, they're adding lights to gyms that will, they're essentially motion detecting lights. The Y has them too. And they're pretty expensive to install. And then you read about how much money they save just from having the lights turn on and off when nobody's moving inside the gym, like as opposed to having the lights on all the time. And I, I just feel like part of that, you know, like there's another cost-saving idea, but like just to throw solar panels, I feel like that would just, you would get your money back, you like pretty quickly. And you'd, you know, like you would be saving. I would be surprised if someone hasn't done or could run the numbers, so to speak, to see what it would cost or how big a solar 
array would have to be. To I mean, we're still in the planning like stages of this, right? We're still in the planning stages of this well, thing. So we've set up we've set up financial uh, price and solar panels that would make an appreciable dent in the electrical use of that uh, of that uh, that addition would would be huge. All right. How about we just throw dirt up there and have a garden? Well, that. Because there's dirt down there in the, in the city. Sure. You, put, you put part of that uh, that expansion underground, it would be a whole lot uh, less expensive to heat and cool. Uh, Tom P., I'm not quite sure. Uh, you, uh, we exist to gain. The man wants, then the man wants more. Enough already? Are you suggesting that uh, people should be happy with what they have and strive for nothing more? Be happy with what you have and stop wanting more? You're, you're not. Is that what you mean? I hope that's not what you mean, because that's really. Yeah, I'm, uh, you can't be. That can't be right. It was the place you called home. Over time, you accumulated a lot of stuff. Now you're ready to downsize. You decided what to take with you and what you leave behind. Give those items new life in a new home with Habitat Restore. Furniture and appliances, home goods, and hardware. Habitat offers free local pickup, and your donations are tax-deductible. The sale of your donated items helps to build and repair clean region homes. Learn more at HabitatLacrosse.org. Habitat Restore Lacrosse, Pass Woodman's, Highway 16, Building Homes, Community, and Hope. working here at Kish and Sons Electric. You know our unwanted storms, a lot of those storms cause unwanted electrical problems, your sump pump stops working, you need a way to heat your child's bottle up and you don't have the electricity to do that or you don't have running water, you have cows or livestock. We can install home generator systems where you don't have to worry about how long the power is going to be out. It's going to provide the electricity you need for your house in order to continue on with daily life as best as you can. Kishin Sons Electric, your friend in the business. My name is John Padgett. I'm the campus administrator here at the Benedictine Living Community of La Crosse. I like to say that long-term care, uh, senior care in general, is not just a job. It's generally a calling. You have to be a special kind of person to dedicate your life to the service of others. It's about caring for people who need your assistance, who wouldn't otherwise have it. Make a difference by helping others. Be a part of the team at Benedictine Living Community of La Crosse. Bring your care to seniors as a CNA. Multiple shifts are available, and you'll only work one weekend a month. Build a career at Benedictine through professional development, training programs, and educational assistance. Go to blclacrosse.org and click Jobs to apply. Love your job as much as you love caring for seniors with Benedictine Living Community of Lacrosse. We've done a terrific job of uh, assembling a team of not only intelligent and compassionate, caring people, but people who frankly just love their job and love caring for seniors. From her album titled Just Won't Burn, Susan Tedeschi, in case you're wondering. I'm Mike Hayes. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at WIZMnews.com. Joe, I, I, I am personally not in a position to argue with you, but I have interviewed people from this area, from western Wisconsin and southeastern Minnesota, who have solar panels on their property, and they are considerably more efficient than uh, what you are suggesting. Uh, in fact, uh, I spoke with uh, one gentleman who has solar panels not on the roof of his house, but on his property, and he is he he occasionally sells electricity back into or you know puts it back into the uh, grid, whatever that's called. So the matrix, I think. The, what? the matrix. The matrix. No, I'm he, just kidding. Well, it, he makes more energy than he needs to use, and uh, whoever the energy company is where he is, they buy it from him. So uh, I don't. 
you may have been right at, at one point, and there may be solar panels that are only 25% efficient, and they may wear out very quickly before you get a return on investment. But I can tell you that I have spoken with people who live right in this area who get considerably better uh, response from their solar panels than your experience. So uh, shop, if you're looking for solar panels, you should shop around because the ones you're looking at are crummy. What, what about this as a way of motivating you to exercise at the Y or some workout facility, yeah. the elliptical or the, the recumbent, by, or whatever? The, Any. Sure, sure. I guess. Hook those up where you're, you're producing energy. It's getting stored somewhere. Yeah. But you get to read it out. Like, you get to see how many watts or how many. Well, there's there's a, there's a watt that. thing out one of those One of those bikes that, uh, that ride. Joe, I'm not going to argue with you, buddy. I'm <laughs> absolutely not going to argue. I told you, I personally can't argue with you. I am just telling you that. Uh, you are that, arguing to a computer screen right now. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm turning away from the computer screen because you're not paying attention to me. Make your point all you want, and I can introduce you to your neighbor who says all that is blah blah blah. So there you go. I've just turned it off. Uh, but nobody has like any idea. Like, but there, a there is a machine at yeah. the Y. They, that will tell you that. It's it a stair climber watts. deal. They, they all do. They tell you the watts. But yeah. there's no way of of knowing. Like, I don't know how many watts that, you know, like, oh, you've powered your house today. It would be funny if they, they were set up. And you're literally actually storing energy. We should have them all set up to, like, the, all that energy that to we're... To store. Sure. And, and it goes well, but it also tells one of those that. machines will tell you how many more steps you've got to climb to, to uh, wear off the uh, whatever you ate. A the donut, a pancake, <laughs> uh, you know, something simple. And I think, man, I've, I walked for an hour, and oh, I've yeah. worn off four bites of my breakfast. Yeah, what about the rest of it? It takes me three three days to wear off one meal. Yeah, it's sad when you drink a soda. It's like 150, 170 calories, and then you go run on the treadmill, for, and it takes like 30 minutes to burn that calorie. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, yeah, that's harsh. That, to me, is, is, is really difficult, the fact that... Uh, <laughs> Well, and luckily for me, it's too painful to uh, do the stair climber. And I know that uh, swimming uh, uses up more calories than. But I, I but I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm self-conscious about swimming, swimming. because I'm a kind of a bad swimmer. I mean, and I just like it's it beats me up. Like it's tough. Like I four laps and I'm done. I feel like the lifeguards up there going, (laughs) "Look at this guy." Well, he's got an eye on you in case you have an issue. I'm a very good swimmer. I'm just fat, so I'm also a very slow swimmer. When I was in high school, I was I was a very good swimmer. I had my name on the wall for a while. I'm sure it's gone now, but uh, but I was a very good, very fast swimmer way back. I know you look at me and say, "Really?" And you said you're fat. Uh, you're booyah. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I floated. There was never an issue of this body going down. But I'll tell you what. When you look at it now, you're thinking. Oh, yeah, laundry. Okay. Family Entertainment. I'm Brittany Stiles, the manager of Midwest Family Entertainment, the one that you will be meeting with to discover all of the things that we can do for you to make your special day unique and one of a kind. You may not want to do a dollar dance or a garter toss, bouquet toss, and that's why we talk about those things. It's all very important. So if you don't want a cookie-cutter wedding and you want an exclusive experience, let's set up a time to meet. Midwest Family Entertainment. The Wafer Mobile Food Pantry is rolling around the Cooley region now. If you can't get to Wafer because you lack transportation, have physical disabilities, or other challenges that make travel difficult, chances are the Wafer Mobile Food Pantry is coming to a location near you. Stocked with fresh produce, dairy items, canned and baked goods, frozen meat, and available hygiene products. You'll be able to board the Mobile Pantry to choose your items. Check the Mobile Pantry schedule at waferlacrosse.org or call Wafer, your hometown food pantry, for details. Woohoo! Minnesota's got their budget done already. Has Wisconsin even begun looking at their budget yet? It's Are they still arguing about what color the paper will well, it'll be on? Will the budget ever get done? It took them till how, how many months overdue were they last year? Hey, let's do this again next uh, Monday, shall we? 